Welcome to FHSU Tilt Talk, a podcast about educational technologies, teaching and learning, scholarly research, and service, hosted by Teaching Innovation and Learning Technology staff. Welcome to the special audition to the Instructional Design Podcast. Today, um, we invite the Venus um, Slipasta. He is a social work faculty and has extensive online teaching experience. He developed two research courses with us. Thank you for agreeing to interview with us. Welcome, Dr. Sri Basta. Would you um, tell us about your background? Yes, um, thank you for inviting me to this podcast. And before we start, I mean, I can give little background about myself and uh, which can be helpful in understanding this research design as well. I'm faculty at the Department of Social Work, and before that, when I was a therapist for a while, for more than 13 years, and I have experience working with very diverse population, children, adults, and families with different types of problems. So my main focus was while working in the field on the trauma-informed care, and that also informs my research agenda. So that was my little background. I know you put a lot of work into this course. Is there any change in the, at the beginning when you're designing course? You thought about certain idea how this course should be. Do you have any changing in the, your thought and idea how modified it, those kind of stuff in the end of the, your course design? And before uh, we started thinking about having uh, this course designed for social work students, we had a couple of considerations or thoughts on why we should do it or so. Uh, One was purely um, administrative because social work has to follow some accreditation policies and has to be aligned. All the courses has to be aligned with the requirements of the CSWE, the accreditation body. So what we were uh, thinking before uh, jumping on and developing uh, this course, that how we can have a research course which can align more with the requirements of the CSWE, and it can be helpful for uh, recreation, um, I mean, which is coming soon for um, our program. So that was one consideration. And plus, we understand that um, students, social worker students, I mean, coming in this field and they have I mean, different ideas, thoughts about I mean, how this program may look like and how they can use it. So matching the two was the, one of the big thing. And uh, in my opinion, this is how we started and we were consistent and did not I mean, change much by the end of development of this course. So that focus, uh, in my opinion, is very well connected with the the social work research course where one of the requirement of the CSWE, the accreditation body, is help the students to engage in practice-informed research and research-informed practice. And that competency uh, we have to show through, um, and as an outcome, 
um, uh, and um, during the when we are going for the recreation of the, uh, the program. So keeping that in mind, um, in my opinion, this course is heavily focused on the social work I and mean, this um, competency and complete the cycle of how we can help the students to be consumer of the research, also the producer of the research, because generally social work students do not want to be engaged in any kind of research. But if they like or don't like it, they have to be knowledgeable about the research, at least as a consumer and the methods and how they can interpret um, and see some of the biases and a lot of many things um, uh, as a consumer, they have to be aware of. And uh, also the another part of that when the practice informed research, which is kind of lacking I mean, majority of the places, and we wanted to strengthen that part and help, help the students to complete that cycle so that the practice which they will be engaging in after graduating, that must also inform research. That was the one of the biggest um, goal or uh, the big picture we had behind developing this course. So research course can be difficult to follow and really it can have, I mean, your course have a lot of like heavy on the workload is, it, it can be. So um, do you have any specific strategy in, on the how they can able to follow your um, requirement within the course goals and everything? And how, how did you, if did, and how you make it the student is more engaging within your course? Right, um, that's a big topic, I think for um, all instructors. Um, how to make the course more engaging and uh, still a little bit challenging for the students that I mean, they can go a little bit out of their comfort zone and uh, use their critical thinking, learn something, even though they do not like it. Uh, my understanding is that what I'm reading and what I'm witnessing, not here, but across all the program, the social worker students do not like research. And that's the very common theme I have. I mean, and which I wanted to deconstruct. And uh, it's not, may not be true at all. And uh, maybe it's uh, the, the meaning which has been constructed. Uh, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, it could be, it could have some partial truth, in my opinion. And we always have, I mean, all different types of students. The one thing which I can say for sure, the trend has been changing which I have, I'm seeing uh, with the online programs being offered more and uh, being a little more popular. And that is more popular among the non-traditional students. Mm -hmm. There are two types of students, traditional students and non-traditional students. And uh, to my surprise, those, those non-traditional students bring a lot of strengths in terms of their experience, their requirements, what their needs are, and what they want to, because they are in different phase of their life and they have different aspirations. So 
what I have learned from just one semester uh, working with the students, that those students are more involved and want to learn more about the research because they have um, they are in different stages of their life and they want to excel and uh, advance in their um, in the future and uh, uh, they want to use I mean, some of the research even though some people who I mean express their anxiety and uh, fear about uh, research methods and the statistics they are one of the most involved students I have so that's I mean a very eye opening and what may be more engaging so there if the course goals aligns with their goals too. And to make it more engaging, what the whole focus was here behind developing this course for social workers, I mean, social work students, to help them see the, the comparison, the correspondence between the research methods, tools, and techniques, and what we use in our practice as a clinical practitioner, as well as a generalist practitioner as a social worker. And that's why we created a, a flowchart and provided the comparison between the research methods and the practice methods so that I mean, they can um, use the research methods because whenever they, I mean, whenever the students are taking the research methods, they are just going by the feelings. They do not like it, they are not going to use it. And so they just want to have some grades and move on. But in reality, they learn the same thing in different under different brands when they are in the practice class and they enjoy it very well. Just like, uh, for example, operationalizing of the variables. When you are in practice, if you cannot define clearly and cannot measure it, then there's not a problem. I mean, you can I mean, use in practice how you can evaluate your practice. And that's another uh, competency the social worker students have to have by the CSWE standards. So there is always a connection between what they are learning here and what they can use. Just like I mean, in our practice, we have to clarify diagnosis. And in research too, we have to do a, a good job on clarifying the problem, understanding the problem, putting in the uh, context and see the relevance and, uh, and collect data to inform like and what may be the, the issues and problems. And sometimes, I mean, those hypotheses can be um, not true. So having, I mean, it's in my opinion, and, and this is what the strategy I have in my class, that instead of I'm making them more anxious about the numbers, stats, I'm trying to use the concept of the research methods more aggressively mm -hmm. and uh, using that one to help them. Like if you understand the concept, you can figure out, I mean, how to run it with the help of even someone else who are more uh, knowledgeable about the statistics or so. So here, the, that's why we, um, from the very beginning, I had in my mind, and that's why we created tables and and focusing, uh, focusing on the how we can um, make this concept a simple concept for students to understand in a very simple term. So my strategy and my goal is uh, to provide a lot of examples, mm -hmm. examples which they can relate really well uh, 
um, not among the social problems and making it more technical, but uh, we did them in some classwork, I mean, the class exercise too, that I mean, collecting information, how we can quantify information, and now do we have um, an ability to generalize beyond the class some of the information what we understand about this class. So simple and uh, problems which we can relate to, we took that uh, use in the class. So I think, I mean, that people liked them. I mean, I mean the students liked um, very much. It, it sounds like uh, the, you're offering like last semester and then the second one was this semester, you have some success on the, your uh, teaching that design the course like that. But um, I'm not sure you have, is there anything that you want to make it a little bit more improved or you think you're really satisfied and then you think you just continue to offer, you know, same design? Right. There is, uh, in my opinion, everything evolves and has must evolve depending on uh, the experience. And uh, yes, I have I mean, several things which I think I mean, which can be used which I learned, I mean, I use this one as a pilot project kind of thing <laughs> to see you know, how it goes with the students and what uh, they find it. I mean, I got the feedback that it's difficult and and uh, it's anxiety provoking. And uh, with the traditional students I and mean, some of the things they, which we discussed um, as a part of the methods and uh, the philosophy or the kind of the logical concept I mean, behind that one, and uh, to relate with the uh, practice. But some of the students who are very fresh coming out of the school or so and taking some of the classes, mm -hmm. they do not have experience about the, the practice. So they are somehow confused about, okay, I have no idea about the practice and how it can relate. I mean, it's just an information, but it was the selling point for the non-traditional students because they are somehow and somewhere working in the similar kind of field. So that was a selling point for the non-traditional students, but the traditional students were not able to relate very well. Mm -hmm. So we will have to keep some balance in that. I mean, when we are teaching, depending on them and the, the students' uh, compositions in the class. And um, so we have to be mindful of that. The another thing which I think, and which we have to think that uh, it is very demanding course and uh, I heard from many students that it's a lot of work and uh, how we can still keep it manageable and keep their anxiety under check. I understand them I and they are not taking only this course and they are taking multiple courses to fulfill the requirements towards their undergraduate program or graduate program, whatever is the case. We have to uh, uh, hear what the students uh, are experiencing and um, so that's uh, th these are the two main uh, these are two main things I mean which um, just came to my mind I mean uh, which we definitely have to address uh, in somehow and um, and help the students. The another thing which I see that how we can I mean uh, keep the some kind of balance between the online and the in person class because. In-person class instructor has the luxury of teaching them twice in a week can uh, help the students in multiple ways to take perspective and provide information uh, and, and, uh, and hear what their difficulties are. 
and uh, spend a little time with them outside the class. And, uh, and actually, if you remember, I'm saying that we talked about this, that uh, to keep them in some tutoring after that, <laughs> as a part of this uh, plan, uh, and that was the thinking behind it, that if someone is experiencing, and uh, I was also a little afraid, I mean, um, and I knew that it's going to be very demanding for many students, and I, I saw that one. So that was, I mean, I can offer, I mean, we offered them I mean, in the in-person class, but mm -hmm. uh, it is a little more difficult with the online students. Yeah. So there is a, definitely a divide between the online and the in-person students uh, class and, the, and the, the design. And um, to keep them in the same structure, uh, it could be, little, I mean, it's a little challenging. So that also needs to be taken care of moving forward to see that how we can uh, have the similar experiences. I mean, I mean, we can provide them in students in mm -hmm. these two different um, mode of imparting them in the education to them and, and they had a similar experience. So have you thought about some idea that how to that resolve that issues or the um, still in process of the, you know, brainstorming? Yes, um, I am still thinking and I will be thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Until we finalize them in, uh, the, for the uh, fall semester, these courses. The, the one big idea which I have in my mind that to, if I can, I mean, uh, meet with the instructors before starting of the semester can discuss some of these issues and how we can focus on some of the stuff and uh, in, online classes, they can post the videos and I can talk in class <laughs> about those topics. So uh, that's my uh, way of thinking at this time that that is the one part of it. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I mean, if what I'm getting and sharing information with the other instructors, uh, some of the positives and negatives and high points and low points, um, all those kind of things, and how we can improve. I mean, I cannot do it alone. I need him and other people's help. It's a, a team effort and we have to uh, address or and uh, approach this as a team, not as a single person. So I do not want to say that this is my course or something. It's everyone's course and everyone who is involved in teaching, we want their input in this one to make it more, a uh, better course in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think is the social work department, it's just such close each other. So, you know, and then you guys have a team meeting and I'm sure it's a good place to talk with and then share. And then also this course is not just taught by you and it's it taught by the multiple faculty. So um, now is the speaking of which, so this current course, the advanced course is currently teaching by, taught by you, but um, like last semester, multiple faculty was in Berlin and teaching the uh, beginning research course. So uh, what was their feedback and then the, um, working with them? 
Right. Um, we have the luxury of, I mean, um, because being a small department and uh, and we are very close to each other, all the faculty members, and we do, do believe in creating uh, an environment which is supportive of each other. I mean, we go, I mean, I mean go extra miles to uh, help other faculty members, or other ones to implement new courses or anywhere. I mean, I also get help from the people whenever I need. And even though, so it's a, it's a kind of more mutual support I mean, from uh, from each other as a team. And that's how, I mean, um, I mean, this is a very positive thing I mean, which I see here. So um, yes, I mean, we discussed I mean, uh, about I mean, this course and we have I mean, some, uh, and some feedbacks uh, and we are still planning to, I mean, how to address some, some of the issues I mean, that online students may have and what needs to be done. So it's still work in progress. I mean, we do not have a very specific I and mean, concrete plan at this point, but we will have I mean, and how we can I mean, support each other. And if you remember, I mean, last time we also talked about anyone from any other classes because in-person class, I mean, people like it or not like it, we are lecturing <laughs> and in the classroom. And so, I mean, anyone, I mean, who wants to have, I mean, and this is one of the ideas, I mean, any students who wants to or can, um, I mean, join, I mean, and, uh, and just be, I mean, I mean, some people, I mean, respond differently to different modes of instruction. So even though, I mean, uh, distance is a problem, people cannot come to the campus, but they are going online. If they want to join them I in the in-person class and we can have I mean, them on, on Zoom, that's one option. So it has, I mean, we are thinking in a more creative way and how we can address some, some of them. Providing them options to the students, I think it's a good thing. I mean, if they do not have options, they did, I mean, they cannot I mean, be creative in addressing I mean, their problem and whatever mm -hmm. their problems they are facing. So at least, I mean, we can provide them I mean, options, like, and there are options how we can address and so uh, multiple things because why I'm saying that when the research concept could be difficult and they may need I mean, some additional help here and there. So it has to be more collaborative and as a teamwork. And that's why I keep saying, I mean, this is not my thing or anything, it's, it's the entire department thing. And we want to work together to make this work uh, move forward. So you have been working with me about two semester. What what is the your experience working with the instructional designer at Tilt? Fantastic, and uh, helpful and uh, timely. And you know, I mean, that's another example of the teamwork, which, in my opinion, uh, was very visible while the entire time I worked. I mean, I have worked with not only on this project but in many projects with all of you, I mean, seeing you especially. And uh, it's, it's uh, I felt that is, if there is some problem or difficulties or issues, I do not have to ask saying, can you help? The health concern, which is, I call it, it's not, I mean, the give and take or the reciprocity in a sense, like it's more mutuality. Like, I mean, people understand people's needs and they come forward to help and make this happen. So that was the high point, I mean, for the entire collaboration with the 
you and your team and uh, other people who were working with me. So, which was very helpful. I appreciate it. So just to, for the people who knew to the Tilt instructional designer, and if you can come up with a couple of the, some of the example that what area that they, if they need help and um, they can come to us. Okay. I mean, uh, first of all, if you like it or don't like it, they will come to you uh, because we are moving to the ultra. And <laughs> Yep. Designing courses on that one could be a little challenging. And as we also faced, I mean, because I think, I mean, we were a little ahead of the curve in the sense that uh, we started developing this course in the Blackboard Ultra. And uh, we had a lot of questions, which we felt like, I don't know, um, I mean, we as a team, I mean, including you did not know I mean, when they are going to introduce some, some of the features in the Blackboard Ultra or so, so we did not have answers. So uh, for any, even I know like, I mean, there are Blackboard support and so, but when designing a course, that Blackboard comes, uh, I mean, play a big role. I mean, the, how we understand how, what we know about the Blackboard Ultra and how we design it, the courses in that one and how challenging could be at, uh, at times, in my opinion. So people can always discuss from the design perspective, uh, in the Blackboard, just like I mean, we use them some of the new tools like info-based tools and other things uh, in this course. So uh, having a discussion about what will make more sense and doable, there are a lot many tools, which in my opinion can be used with the help of Tilt and make the course more, um, much better. Um, and, and especially if you are designing an, a course for online students as well as in person. And they are two different animals, in my opinions, um, of the same I mean, breed, but and they look completely different. Um, so the tilt can be very helpful in keeping uh, some kind of resemblance or some kind of similarities and some kind of balance. And what we cannot provide to the online students, there are many tools available in Blackboard, which still can help people to identify and use it. Um, they have more knowledge about those tools and applications. So if people will bring this problem and be creative and open-minded and, and think in a more creative way how to resolve some of the issues, it can be resolved through the instructional design. I appreciate it. So um, it's final questions. I know you already kind of sort of share your tips in designing course, but addition to what you just say, do you have a additional actual designing course design tip for the faculty who are about to develop the course? Right. Um, designing a course, um, in my opinion, what I have some experiences in designing a course. First of all, if we have to think about some of the requirements of the courses, many discipline has uh, some accreditation body and uh, some of the, those, I mean, the standards has needs to be followed and included. I mean, that's very heavy on the course objectives. In my opinion, that's uh, one must, I mean, be very familiar with those 
requirements and the standards, which could be helpful in designing this course. And it will be helpful for the other person too, who is helping in designing that course. So both can be on the same uh, boat. Plus, uh, if you understand your students, what type of students you get, their competency levels and, um, and their difficulties. I mean, if you can anticipate, I mean, if you have some background information or experience working with the students or any other faculty members who are going to be involved in teaching um, any course, that faculty members can be involved in designing the course and incorporating what difficulties students may face for certain types of courses that needs to be addressed um, in terms of content and design and, uh, and how it can be presented. And uh, it will be helpful for them to engage them better. So engaging is the key here. I mean, engaging students in this uh, any course, the designing, and uh, keep it simple in a way that I mean, uh, any concept you can help them students to uh, understand. Um, I think I mean there is certain ways of doing it by providing several examples they can relate with, because students comes from very different backgrounds. And now we are seeing the influx of more non-traditional students and especially in online classes. So we have to be a little creative and uh, we have to think about uh, how we can use those information in designing courses and uh, collaborating with others, the instructional designer and sharing those kind of the thoughts I mean, which we have so they could be also be more efficient in helping us in designing and, um, and presenting in a more simple way. And of course, the content, I mean, which uh, every course has, we all have to focus on and design. So sometimes we have to be a little selective, not including everything. So we can select, I mean, that may be my opinion, uh, that... Uh, uh, we want to uh, inform students about all everything, but we can be a little selective in terms of what we generally and heavily use in our practice and other places. And if we can pronounce those, I mean, means focus more on imparting I mean, um, education and tools, techniques, and approach and certain strategies to students so that they can use it. Many information in mind, because I'm talking from the perspective of the social work, because we have to provide intervention as well. So using a use uh, usefulness of the information, how we can use it in practice is very important. Otherwise, I give them examples to students in the class that I mean, you can have a fancy car, but you do not know how to drive it well. So you will be having certain accidents here and there if you are, you do not know how to use it in a perfect way and good way. Yeah, so yeah. that's all great tip. I really appreciate it. I think it's about time's off. Thank you so much for participating in this and in sharing with the, um, your story with other faculty. And then uh, I look forward to working with you in the in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me.
Thank you for listening to this episode of FHSU Tilt Talk. Subscribe on Spotify, Amazon, and Google Podcast. In the meantime, check out the TigerLearn blog or the Tilt social media pages for updates. We'll see you next time.